I'm Isail. I'm Jonah. I'm Bo. And this is Ramble On. On this episode, we have movie expert Bo Grizzly on to talk all things movies. This podcast is brought to you by BF College Basketball Rankings, bringing you the most accurate and fair rankings for the college basketball season since 2018. The college basketball season will be here before you know it, and you're going to need a weekly ranking that isn't the AP poll every Monday. So hop onto Twitter and give BF Rankings a follow at BF underscore CBB underscore rankings. That is BF underscore CBB underscore rankings. So that's a shout out to our sponsor that if you need another ad read, we need another dollar <laughs> deposits. It's uh, three ad reads per dollar. All right, Jonah. What's up? We have a guest today. <laughs> Does that make us an official podcast if we have guests? Yes. <laughs> yes. Th- this makes us hosts. <gasps> We're hosts. We are hosting this podcast now. Welcome to our hosted podcast, everybody. We want to welcome movie expert, Bo Grizzly. I wouldn't say I'm an expert, but I watch movies a lot. Very humble movie expert, Bo Grizzly. <laughs> movie expert, Bo Grizzly. How many movies do you watch a week? On average, less than one a week. Dang. you! It sounds like you really know about movies. Well, I'm, I watch a lot of movies that aren't popular to most people. And a lot of the classics What's the I've most never unpopular movie you've watched? Probably my favorite movie, I Love You, Beth Cooper. That's not that, like, unpopular. It's not super popular, though. I don't know. I don't know, but, like, like a lot of, like, the classics... Or like movies like I've never seen. So like any of the Rockies I've never seen. Any of the Ram like Rambos. Like I don't know. Like you can name a classic movie and I probably haven't seen it. I know. I've we've done this before. Yeah, but you are a movie expert. I'd like to say so. And you have an expert, an expert opinion. Yes. You want me to say? What are some movie insider knowledge that you have that you can illuminate us with? Any like I don't really have insider knowledge. I have opinions on things that are usually hot takes that most people would disagree with. Hit me with one. For example, the biggest one is that Tom Hanks is overrated. I grossly disagree with this. I saw you shake your head, Jonah. We've debated this previously, but I'll, I'll allow our movie expert to to kind of form his argument before I rebuttal. The big thing is. Like, he has had a lot of good characters, but they're all the same. He always plays the likable character. He has never once been, like, the bad guy or, like, a character that's, like, just kind of there. It's always been, like, the guy with a come-up story or, like, the main type of hero in the in the movies. How does how does that factor into him being overrated? Well, I think it's, like, it doesn't have... He doesn't have a lot of diversity in his, like, roles other than... His, his roles are diverse, but... But they're all, again, the same type of thing. He's never played a scary character or a villain in any way. I, I, like when you when you boil it down to it, he's the hero. Give me give me some Tom Hanks characters that are basically the same. In the way that they're the hero. I don't know. Way. Well, like Woody from Toy Story is the okay. hero. Yes. And all three of them. I guess Forrest Gump isn't really like a hero. But he's like an accidental hero. Yeah. Like again, like a coming up story. Like. Yeah. And then. In Sully, he was coming down. Actually. That's true. <laughs> But then, like, you got Big, which is, like, likable guy again, kind of the main hero. And then uh, Sleepless in Seattle, that one, he's, like, the main guy. Like, everyone wants him, mm. type of thing. Her whole journey is, like, longing to meet him, almost, like, in a way. And then you also have, like, Turner and Hooch, mm-hmm. where that one, he's just, I mean, he's the hero. Well, Hooch is the hero, but he's also the hero at the same time. Joan I see brewing. I personally think tom hanks is probably one of my favorite this is very a uh, very 
subjective viewpoint for this first part of the argument. I love Tom Hanks. Forrest Gump is and forever will be one of my favorite movies. He's just a great actor. I I can agree with the point of he does play the hero in a lot of his movies, if not all of them. I can't say that I've seen every single one of Tom Hanks movies, but in the ones I've seen, he has been like the main character or the main hero or something to that effect. But the reason that he is cast in those roles is because he's so good at it. And I would argue the fact that they are diverse because if you look at like Sully and it's about landing the plane on the Hudson, that's a much more dramatic, serious role where you have Woody where it's he's playing a toy cowboy. That's not a serious, more fun loving, family friendly movie. And so I think his diversity in it shows how great of an actor he is. And I don't think he's overrated. Okay, but isn't I feel like like his character in Catch Me If You Can right. is basically the same in uh, The Polar Express. How so? Because I would disagree. Because I feel like if the detective from Catch Me If You Can found himself in a train that went to the North Pole, he would behave exactly the same way the train conductor behaved in The Polar <laughs> Express. <laughs> See, I don't think so. Because I think the Polar Express was like a chaotic neutral. And I don't feel like that was the way with the detective of Catch Me If You Can. I don't feel like he was chaotic. And I feel like he was good because he ended up like hiring Frank to like work for him in the CIA or whatever he was doing. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Bo, he has a good point. I think he does. Every single character he plays is supposed to be like the likable character. But is that a problem? No, but if he's always playing the likable character, then we're always kind of going, we're always just kind of like going to like him, which would make him overrated. Yeah, I also want to point out that just like, just because someone's overrated does not mean that they're bad. Like he is very talented and everything, but he would just not be in my top 10 or my top 20 of all time and that's again he's still very very talented top 10 what just actors in general not even oh, wow i wouldn't and then it, it also is different too it also is i haven't seen a lot of the classics so i haven't seen a lot of his movies like i've seen some of his movies but again like jonah said like i haven't seen all of them not even close and it's also not a bad thing that he does play the likable character. And it's not to the extent that Adam Sandler does. I mean, Adam Sandler is the same character in every one of his movies. Yeah, that's true. And it's not, to, it's not to that extent at all. But, and like, that is a reason why Adam Sandler gets a lot of flack. And I'm not saying it's unwarranted. And I'm not saying Tom Hanks should get flack for it. But it is in the same light. A very similar situation. I'm going to rebuttal on the not top 10 actors with facts and logic of Tom Hanks. Woo. And the fact that he has been nominated five times for an Oscar in the best actor category. One, two of those, both in consecutive years of for 1994 Philadelphia and 1995 Forrest Gump, which like in a sense objectively proves that he is one of the best actors or at least was well, for that time frame. The Academy is kind of a... La La Land should have won. Well, I mean, a lot of people say that Pulp Fiction should have won the year that Forrest Gump won. What? Really? Yeah. I disagree. I also don't know as if I've seen all of Pulp Fiction, so that statement might not be. See, anytime people talk about how good Forrest Gump is, you just got to remember that Jenny is in that movie. Jenny sucks, dude. Jenny does suck. But does she have a little bit of a redeeming 
redeeming arc at the end. Oh, and she's like about to die here, get this child. No, and the fact that she does come back and marries Forrest. Because she's about to die and has a child. But I'm going to continue with the list of, we then have primetime Emmys of him starring in HBO's <sighs> Band of Brothers, which nominated and got two awards for a primetime Emmy. So not only is he the big screen, and then I'll even throw in, in 2017, he was nominated for Outstanding Guest Actor in a Comedy Series for his job hosting SNL. Yo, he had a cameo in Band of Brothers. I don't care. He was nominated for it because he's that good of an actor. So I'm going to fall back on he's so good that he had a cameo that he was nominated for an Well, How much of that was just because he was Tom Hanks? I, I don't work for them, so I can't say. Have you seen either Bridge of Spies or um, The Post? I've seen, I think I've seen Bridge of Spies. Bo, you've clearly seen these two movies. I have not seen either of those two. Movie expert, Bo Grizzly. (laughs) But in those two movies, he basically just, he is literally just playing, haha, I'm Tom Hanks, give me an Oscar. Awards do mean something. But it's also like, again, like you say, La La Land should have won and it didn't. Yeah, La La Land should have won. I haven't seen that either. And I'm not saying, I'll rebuttal with not saying that the Academy and all of that is the end all be all. But I think when you look at his resume of blockbuster films that have are considered either classic or like a big hit, along with award nominations, he has to be in the realm of top, at the very least, top 10 actors of all time. That's a good argument, honestly. He is iconic. Whether you like it or not. But you can be iconic and overrated. Uh, Best Tom Hanks movie? Soli was really good, but I still have to go with Forrest Gump. I would have to say probably Sleepless in Seattle was my favorite. You really like that movie, huh? I do. It was like, well, my mom used to watch it a lot. Oh, I so see. So growing up. Do you want a hot take yes. right here, right now? Yeah. Open season. What about it? Not that good. Really? I think it's 100% like you just liked it when you were a kid. It's not. I mean, it's no surfs up. It's no surfs up indeed. My favorite Tom Hanks movie is Green Mile for sure. That's a good one. For our movie expert, Bo, Bo Grizzly. Movie expert, Bo Grizzly. Movie expert, Bo Grizzly. What would you say is top three male leads? Um, I think I think one who has to be up there is Samuel L. Jackson. He's in a lot of great movies. Has he ever led anything, though? You're right. I guess I, he's more like a supporting. So, like, I mean, he's got, I mean, well, all the Marvel movies, which are Take the World by Storm, and you can think of those however you want. But he's also, I mean, he's got Pulp Fiction, which is, I mean, how many people have that in their top? Top 10 movies of all time a lot a lot of people i'm pretty sure it's like for sure in like the top 15 of imdb the avengers with the i mean it is recency bias but you got to realize how many people have those movies in their top 10 as well star wars star wars yeah he's in it yeah and he's Pulp in, fiction is number eight on the imdb top 250 of all time see like I, I don't know who else. I, I would need time to think for sure. Do you have any actresses? The first one that came between was Scarlett Johansson, which is probably recency bias more than anything. Marriage Story was freaking good. Mm-hmm. Marriage Story was good. Do you watch that, Bo? I have seen Marriage Story, actually, with uh, her and uh, Driver. Yeah, right? Adam. Adam. Adam Driver. Driver. Yeah, that was a good... That's a good movie. She's in um Prestige. Talk about a good movie. That's a good movie. The Prestige great movie check it out christopher nolan oh yeah lost in translation i've seen parts that's another scar joe movie endgame was it a good movie yeah i really enjoyed it do i think it should or is the top grossing movie of all time Uh, i don't know it's a better movie than it is a taylor swift song (laughs) you're not wrong i had to think about that you're not wrong But I also have the hot take of I don't think Avatar is a good movie. So Bo didn't like that. Movie expert Bo Grizzly. I think it's one of the 
greatest movies ever because of how far it was ahead of its time. Like if you watch it, because I think it came out 2009. Oh, 2009. The CGI in big budget films now, 12 years later, are still, some of them are not even to the level that Avatar was. And say what you want about the plot line, but I think it's it's the whole cinematography of it all is why that movie's so good. And yeah, it is boring at parts. I mean, it's a three-hour movie. There's also unobtainium in that movie. How original. <laughs> I just, I remember watching it as like a 10, 11, 12-year-old somewhere. Yeah. Like when it came out. And I remember thinking that I will agree the cinematography thinking of like, oh, like that's good. And like being blown away by it. But the plot, I just snooze fest galore. I think I've fallen asleep every single time that I've watched it since the first time. You don't like the part where they like bang trees or whatever? I'm sorry, but I don't. I think Bo likes that part. It's definitely up there for my favorite part. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a sci-fi and not every sci-fi is going to hit with everyone. I never got into Star Trek. It was just a little out there for me. A whole, a whole other thing, too, is just the creativity that went into Avatar to, like, see... World building? Yeah, world bu- Yeah, like, world building. I think a, a, a big part of Avatar's success that you didn't mention is the fact that it was, like, the first widespread 3D movie out there. And everybody was like, oh, you gotta see it in 3D. That was, like, the whole thing. I was just gonna bring that up. And I will... And by me saying I personally don't like it, I'm not... Like, people can like it. That's great. I will never trash on someone for their likes or and or dislikes unless if they're objectively wrong but like i can recognize avatars like cultural significance and cinematic like impact that it has had like i will agree that it was very good cgi and like some of that stuff was way ahead of its time and it i'm gonna assume i don't know that a lot of like techniques or however it's done is still used today i just if we're looking if we strip it down to someone's handing me the script i'm falling asleep reading it isn't it just like pocahontas yeah kind of what are what are other little nuggets of wisdom from our uh, movie expert, Bo Grizzly? Before I get to that, I do want to say I'm excited to see the second Avatar. And the third. And the third. And the fourth. And the fourth. <laughs> but the, the thing is, if Avatar 2 is not as monumental as Avatar 1, was i feel like it will lower how everyone sees avatar one because that was so monumental other nuggets of wisdom from the movie expert what would you say we're gonna switch because we've been on a kick misael and i the new bond comes out this friday and we're both stoked for it um we're big bond franchise fans what would you say is the best objective franchise okay i was hoping you weren't gonna because i've never seen any of the bond movies movie expert bo grizzly yeah and that goes back to the point where i said at the beginning all the classics like a lot of the classics never seen never seen any of the bonds as well never seen any of the borns i don't know if those are i don't think those are classics but they're the same type of movie i've also never seen any of the john wicks or any of the takens you you literally just only have to watch the first taken and that's it well it's also my mom wouldn't want me to watch those when like when they came still? out still oh you no know, <laughs> now now i can probably get away with it my mom says i can't i'm sorry <laughs> i as long as no one tells her i can get away with it now but <laughs> <laughs> sorry what was the what was the question you had? Best, oh, franchise. The best franchise objectively i feel like for me growing up on star wars i feel like i mean it's got to be up there if you forget about episode eight and episode nine i feel like it's almost objectively top like top two top three last year we watched the lord of the rings how do they rank yeah they're definitely up there uh yeah that was my first time seeing it we watched the extended edition on all of them oh uh, yeah they're very great it's um there's a lot of not action parts 
parts, which for me was okay. But I know for for some people, when they're watching an action movie, they want action. And I, I it's definitely up there though. But I don't really think there's any knocks on any Lord of the Rings from my point of view. It's just, I've seen Star Wars way more. So, and I grew up on Star Wars, played the games, watched the movies, you know, collected the action figures. That for me, like if you take away Star Wars for me, you're taking away a big chunk of my life. But if you take away the Lord of the Rings, you're taking away the past year. You know what I mean? I have never seen any of the Star Wars. Well, I take that back. I saw one of the new ones for one of my friends' birthday parties and I fell asleep in the theater. Oh my god. And I was god. like 14 or 15 at the time. Um it was a midnight midnight release and I did not stay up that late. But I, I honestly do think you're right, Bo, with, with Star Wars. I think it's hard to argue that it's not not a franchise that has dominated pop culture for gosh, when did the first one get released? The seventies? Nineteen seventy seven. So we're going on fifty years of Star Wars. It still dominates Harry Potter. See that's another thing. I grew up with a little bit of Harry Potter. I've never read the books, but I watched all the movies, I think two summers ago. Very, very good. And it, But that comes down to a thing where I never grew like, grew up watching it. But I remember when the Harry Potter movies came out, we watched the first two. And then, I mean, and with those, it gets progressively more magic-y. And regardless of what... The third one's really dark. Yeah, the third one is very, Compared very to the dark. first two, it's like very, very dark. dark. For sure. There's like werewolves and all a lot of creepy stuff that you didn't have in the first like the first two. And then it goes back to the following that it has. Like Harry Potter's following is huge. I mean, there's people who their house, like they talk about their house and how it relates to their everyday life. And that's a huge thing. So that's definitely up there. What's your house, Bo? I'm a Gryffindor. I don't read too much into it. So I'm interested with Harry Potter on the topic. Um, your guys' opinions, because Harry Potter with the Deathly Hollows was like the first major blockbuster to split its last movie into two. And then we saw a large trend of that with like the Twilights and the Hunger Games. And there was several franchises that did that. The Hobbit also kind of did that around the, that time. The Hobbit did it. It's it's definitely like died out now, but Thank I feel God. like what are you guys' opinions on that? On that final movie being split into two? Kill Bill. <laughs> Kill Bill. <laughs> I really wish everyone could see the hand action happening right now in the studio. The stu- Kill Bill shit is too long. I love Tarantino, but Kill Bill is way too freaking long. I don't care about Twilight, but I do enjoy watching those movies because they're so bad. Sparkling vampires. They're so it's just it's a good time. Like, watching those movies is a good time because they're so bad. The Hobbit should not exist in the way that it does. The best movie franchise of all time, if you exclude Lord of the Rings, or, like, the trilogy, because I'm not including The Hobbit. Star Wars, I would say it's up there, but it's, like, really not that good. Like, the prequels suck. They're fun to watch, and I would always, I, like, love watching them, but they suck. The original trilogy is also just, like, not that good. Like, the, the lightsaber fight between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader in the, the New Hope, terrible. That sucks. Return of the Jedi, half of it is stupid. Would you disagree, Bo? I mean, every time I watch A New Hope and I see that lightsaber fight, I mean, it's so bad. The the prequels, I mean, that's what I grew up watching, and they are funny, but they're not supposed to be. Prequels aren't perfect. Trill, the main trilogy is incredible, but it's kind of flawed. We don't need to even talk about the sequels. Yeah, please don't bring those up. Number seven is good. Seven is great. I do like that. Rogue One is also very, very good. <laughs> 
We're not going there. Okay, okay. We can have a whole episode about that. Um, but I, so I wouldn't put it up there. I wouldn't put it as the best of all time. Okay. Objectively, mm-hmm. I love. The, I still love all the movies. I think if you're not doing it objectively, it would be higher up. But I think like the Lord of the Rings trilogy is the like the best franchise objectively. Mm-hmm. My second and third are somewhat unpopular choices. The Mission Impossible's. Excuse me, what? No. Tom- all of them are perfect. Huh? There's nothing wrong with those movies. I think I've only seen the first one. The first one is pretty slow. It's a pretty like straight up spy movie. Second one sucks. Third one is incredible. J.J. Abrams before he was like famous. Philip Seymour Hoffman is the bad guy. It's amazing. Number four, Ghost Protocol. Incredible. He had he was like climbing over the building and stuff. Introduces Jeremy Renner. Amazing movie. Number five, I think it's called Ghost Nation. <laughs> Phantom Nation. It's not Ghost Nation. It's something about... So good. It's a great movie. He does, like, the dive thing. He climbs on the, the outside of the plane. Number six, Fallout. Henry Cavill has a mustache. He he has that scene where he, like, reloads his fists. It's so good. Another franchise, though, is Indiana Jones. Ooh. Uh, mm. I haven't seen those. Bo, movie expert, Bo Grizzly. I, I have seen, I've never seen the Mission Impossibles. I think I've seen the first one. Indiana Jones, I have seen. And it's also different because there's, there's three of them, right? Well, four. Four. Okay, there's four of them. So it's hard to compare a series like that to a series like Star Wars where there's 11 movies. I mean, if you have 11 movies, you're going to have a flop. Mm. And I mean, Star Wars has quite a few flops. And I don't think there really is an Indiana Jones flop. But going back, even like when you said Lord of the Rings, I mean, now they have the Hobbit movies and those are nothing compared to Lord of the Rings. So I feel like I feel like a trilogy is where you can really hit it good. Because if you have a flop, you're probably not. If you if you make the first movie and it's great, you're going to have a second movie. If the second movie flops, you're not going to have a third movie, ideally. And then it's not even a trilogy. Usually if the second movie is at least good, you'll have a third movie. And I really like the Indiana Jones movies. My, my favorite is the Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's so good. Like that, I think that's almost everyone's favorite. I think Last Crusade is okay. my favorite. Okay. But like Raiders is such a close second. Yeah. I mean, and again, that's the thing where there's there's no flaws in those movies. Temple of Doom is incredible still. Exactly. Yeah. And even Crystal Skull got too much hate. Really? I mean, I think, I think it's the worst of them, but it's still good. I think it's still really good. It's still Really it's a good. solid story. It's like really interesting. There's like a lot of good moments. There's some dumb moments, sure, mm-hmm. but it's like I think it got way too much hate. I-, I would agree. So like when you're when we're talking about like that movie's a flop, people would argue that there are certain movies that are flops for like Marvel. We'll say like they're like that's a flop. That wasn't a great Marvel movie, but in the general grand scheme of everything, movies like it was a quality movie. Yeah, I think Bo and I are talking about like quality, like how good was it of a movie? Because I'm pretty sure it still did well in the box office so it's not like a box office flop don't forget to flop on over to bf underscore cbb underscore rankings for your college basketball rankings brought to you that sponsor is brought to you by movie expert bo grizzly any departing and final words from our movie expert bo grizzly yeah just to go back and touch on that point we just made it it goes to like comparing movies to other movies in that series so crystal skull would be a flop if you're comparing it to the other indiana jones movies but comparing that movie to your average movie it's great thank you to movie expert bo grizzly first guest on the podcast first guest on the podcast we have other guests lined up yeah we do we have received uh, very negative feedback about what we said about Bigfoot. Yeah, we got a lot of flack. I think that's probably the most flack we've gotten from our opinions on this podcast. Honestly, yeah. So I think we're going to have to have that person over at some point. Oh, yeah. All right, Bo, do the intro. Can't do the intro. I don't know what it... <laughs>